Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast, episode 197. We are three episodes away from our 200th episode here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Glad that you are joining us live here on the YouTube, and of course, you can listen to this and other editions of our podcast downloaded directly to your device, either on iTunes or on Google Play. For more information, you can go to our website, soccerchronicle.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Good look, we have, a, we have an Instagram page, apparently. A lot of places where you can follow the Cantina Mekis podcast. A lot of information we put up. A lot of uh, information for you to absorb about the world of soccer. Mainly focused on Mexican soccer. So it's like it's like the world of soccer, but it's flavored by Epasote. Here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. And uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight, a lot to get to. We had a, a friendly that Mexico played last night in Atlanta. We also have some transfer rumors in Liga Mekis at the, uh, as the Estufa Caliente gets going in Liga Mekis. And, of course, as always, we'll uh, take a look at the world of soccer, what's going on around the world. Big game today. Uh, people are signaling that, the, that Holland is back, so we'll talk about that as well. But before we do any of that, the, the first thing I need to do is, uh, of course, introduce our our panel of, uh, of cantineros. Uh, first off is uh, Joel Aceves joining us from beautiful, beautiful Irvine, California. Joel, how are you, sir? Greetings, John. I am, I am doing quite well. I'm enjoying this romance with Tata Martino. He continues to woo me. Uh, with every game that passes, Yon. So he he is making he is making all the right moves for you, Joel. Yes, he's hitting all the right buttons, saying all the right things. Shows up with flowers and a box of chocolates. Well, that's right because you, now you said after after the friendlies in uh, in March that that you would have already invited him up for a cup of coffee. Yeah, you know you know what the moment was at the presser. Uh, I was at the presser with. Uh, Profe Cambia, um, and my memory fails me because I forget which game it was. <laughs> it was, um, what was it against? I don't know if it was Chile or Paraguay. Right, it, it, was, was in, it was in San Diego or something. San, San Diego, yes. And uh, so I was there, I was at the post-match, and he doubled down because he had made some comments about Liga MX being more competitive than La Liga, and some media was beginning to attack him. And he doubled down on that, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, I think I like I like this." So, so it's not the style of play for you. It's it, it's not the players he chooses. No, it's it's everything. It's the it's the it is his 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 uh, commitment to his convictions. Right, it's, it's it's everything, John. He's a full package. So let's so so he's got the he's got the soccer brains he's got he's got the the, the media management he, he's got the conviction and he's from Argentina so you, you're absolutely he's, right. he's got he's got he's got the accent yeah he's he, he's got it all he's got it it's all a, yeah so um but but no he's he's uh the team has been doing uh it's been doing good for I know it's friendlies but they've played all South American teams which are no easy rivals. Uh, so, and it's, uh, 
ten goals for and four against. Right. So it's it's a good it's a good record. Uh, so he opened with a three one win over Chile, and then he followed that up with a four to two over Paraguay, and then three uh, one against Venezuela. So not only has he beaten his rivals, but he outscored them. So he's he's fulfilling the three Gs, Yon. He is. He is. He definitely uh, is. Uh, is is has is, is fully three G network <clears throat> capable. I thought that of course the three Gs, uh, Joel, for the uninitiated here on the Cantina Mickey podcast is the is the ganar, golear, and gustar, which apparently are the only criteria that Mexican coaches can be. <laughs> Uh, which uh, which they can be judged because if if they stray from any of those three, you know, two out of three is just not good enough. You know, so you have to, and for you know, and for Osorio, the only thing that was working for him, you know, was the G that matters the most, which is ganar. You know, the the, the, the golear and gustar just never never happened under uh, under Ricardo Osorio. No, so so right. you so you are a you are a so would you be a, a I don't know what to come up with it with a good uh, a good nickname for for someone yeah. who is of of the Tata persuasion. Right now have, I have a Tata believer right now. Uh, that's yeah, you know, we'll, have, we'll have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason I the reason I say it's because we have you know the the fans of of, of Javier Lopez, uh, otherwise known uh, as the oh, Chofis. Yes. You know, we call them Chofi Chasers here on the on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, it's it's caught on a little bit. It needs to catch on a little more. The one that I was really shocked that they didn't catch on was uh, when we coined the phrase, uh, you know, a fan of uh, Andre Pierre Gignac, Gignaco. Oh yeah, I don't even remember that one. Exactly. It's, it's just it just it's just faded. It, 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 it is it is it just it's 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 wow. I think it's a good one, you know, and and, it, and it's clever and it's funny, but it just you know for whatever reason it's like it's like one of those movies that. Maybe it'll become a cult favorite, you know, in in, in a couple of years. You I could see that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so After he retires. And the, and then we had uh, we had another one for uh, uh, for uh, the De La Torre. I can't remember what it was. I have, have to think of the, think about that one. But yeah. So so we do have uh, we do have some nicknames. So we have, we'll have to come up with something a little clever. Oh, it was for 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 Almeida. I forget what we had for me then, but it was uh, it, it was very clever, so clever that we obviously don't remember it now. So we'll have to we'll have to think about that one. Yeah, so we'll have to come up with something better than than that. I believe we'll have to come up with 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 something. So we'll have to we'll have to work. Maybe our maybe our fans can help us for it here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. Yes. Send, send us your thoughts. What would be the 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 appropriate nickname used for the the, the 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 Tata Martino followers. Now, of course, you, you, to me, like the one that that, that I have have always uh, enjoyed uh, so much, and it was and it was extremely popular and, and, and well used, even to the point that that it got initials, and that was the the, the Netty Nutriders, which <laughs> which which then became it was like a political party. They became the NNR, you know, but the mm-hmm. NNR. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was uh, I was. I mean, how could you not be, uh, you know, a, a, a fan of that guy after after what he did in his first big tournament? I mean, you're like, it's a guy we've been dreaming of for, you know, in my lifetime. I've never had a guy like this. So yeah, no, I can, I can see how the the, the 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 there was a lot of riding hole and it was hard. 
And, yeah, well, and, and, and frankly, well, it was justified back then. Yeah, we'll clarify, though. Uh, I had a guy like him at the Selección because Hugo was, you know, he's just so much better. But, yeah. Well, yeah, but, the, but the, what we have to remember about Hugo, uh, Joel, was that he, in the, in the prime of his career, which was after Mexico 86 to really USA 94, you know, you know, you know those five years he had, the last five years he had there, he was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. And and, and and he did not play one game for Mexico from 1986 yeah. to 1993. Yeah. That's why, yeah, at, at the national team level, um, he was never, you know, he was like Messi. <laughs> he was well, like Messi. I will agree he with was, you in, in, in the early part of his career, but then I think in, 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 in his second tanda from 93, the 93-94, he, he didn't score as many goals, but he was he had a ton yeah. of assists, and, 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 and he was one of the reasons why they played as well as he did. Yeah, he did help out, but, but doesn't get remembered much for that. And then sadly, at the '94 World Cup, he got very little uh, playing time. Well, he 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 started against Norway and 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 played well. I mean, you have to we have to remember back then. I mean, the, the Europeans particularly they were they knew who he was, so he attracted a you know even at, at 36. I think I think that that's how old he was at that point. He still attracted an unbelievable amount of attention to the point where if I'm and maybe you can help me out this if I'm not mistaken. When he came out in, in the, uh, onto the, the touchline in the game against Bulgaria, Risto said that, that the Bulgarians came really close to just completely losing it because cause they knew what he could do. And they, they, they were, he said, it freaked us out. He said, he said if, if he comes on the pitch, he says, I don't know we would, we would, if we would have won the game because we were that scared of him. So, of course, of course he didn't come onto the field and, uh, the rest is history. So yeah, and, but you know, we did have Blanco, uh, you know, but I think the whole Medi just that he was playing in Europe. Well, you know, he just signed, well, you know, and then after that, you know, he signed, he, he was, he, he had a $20 million uh, transfer fee to the, the club and, and unfortunately the club in the, in the, in, in, in the Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, and he had gone to Man City um, as well. Under under Sven, he was uh, he was at Man City when when Sven was the coach there. Before he uh, coached uh, Mexico, yeah. So, uh, needless to say, we'll have to come up with a good nickname for uh, for, for 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 those who follow uh, Tata Martina, Tata Martino rather. We'll, we'll have to come up with uh, with a good one for that. So friendly last night, Joel, they played Venezuela. They were in Atlanta. I had about 50,000 folks show up there in Atlanta at their new uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium, which is a very cool-shaped, uh, just, uh, just a very nice stadium. Uh, indoor has a really interesting, uh, you know, if, 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 if they had any kind of pyrotechnics or whatever it was, there was a lot of, uh, like, like haze, just, you know, in, in the, it gave it a very interesting ambience. It was instantly recognizable. Uh, frankly, if you, if you see that, 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 that you just you just kind of think that that's, well, I think that that's the stadium in Atlanta. So it's uh, for some reason that uh, that part of that always sticks with me. The other thing it has, Joel, is artificial surface, and Mexico yet again in a lead up to a tournament played a game on one of these fields, and 
and uh, there was a player that got a you know some got a leg caught, and it it came very close to doing some serious uh, damage not only to a you know a, a player's leg but a player's playing career and, and aspirations, and you know not even talk, not even mention the the upcoming tournament. And I just, it makes me wonder, Joel, and this is a question that, uh, you know, that I'll, I'll pose to you and pose to everyone else that's listening. Uh, you know, I understand you're going to play in the, in the States and I get that you have a contract signed and they're going to find, but can't you insist on, Hey, make sure that we play in a stadium that has a, na- a natural, a natural plane so that they don't have to truck one in. I mean, seriously, is, is that not too much to ask? No, I think not, John. I mean, like you say, you know, you know, go, you know, go make sure you play one at Azteca North. It, it's never not going to do well at the gate. You know, I mean, the, the Coliseum will be half full, three quarters full, and it's still going to have 70,000 people there. That's not bad. Wait, you know? Coliseum, I think it's only 90. Yeah, but I'm saying if, 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 if it's three quarters full, you know, three quarters of oh. 90 is, is 70,000. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it'll look nice though at 70. I've been plenty times. Uh, exactly. So, so, you yeah. know, play, you know, play one there. I wish, I wish the stadiums, and unfortunately the stadiums in Texas don't have a, a natural playing surface. So, I mean, I just, uh, until somebody gets one, it, it just seems like, cause now they're going to play in Arlington and Arlington again has, you know, they have a, Artificial surface, you know. At this point, I, it'd be better to play on that than to put on put to play on the grass that they put in just for this one game. That, uh, you know, when they played there in 2014, and of course, I'm not saying that the the, the field was the the reason why Luis Montes was injured, but Luis Montes got injured, and Rafa came extremely close to breaking a toe and missing the World Cup because he got stepped on. And it wasn't the fact that he got stepped on; it was the fact that he got stepped on on concrete. And and uh, well, just just this pet. Past game, Alvarez. Yeah, Alvarez that, almost right. Almost misses out on the Gold Cup. Uh, he left the game limping, and uh, medical reports say that he he's good to go. He's good to go, but uh, it would have been a big loss for the team. I think along with Pizarro, he's he's some of the fresh, you know, well, uh, some of right. that fresh blood that's going to come in and revitalize this. Aging tricolor. You know, and and, and and it is it is the right move to make Joel because that the, that position, the the holding, you know, the the contención to me is the as we've talked about on the show many times, it is it is the most unflattering, but yet yet as as, as important as as any position on the field, if not the most important position on the field, if you. If if your offense is clicking and and doing stuff, it's because your contención is 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 kicking all kinds of ass because he's getting the, he's getting the ball back for you and he's putting you all in position to to go do something. And uh, that uh, I think a lot of people lose lose sight of that fact. And and he's really good, Joel. He's a, he, he's really good at that. And and a lot of people have noticed. And he's really young. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, so he has he has a big future. See, he's the kind of player who like like, like they're saying he's going to go to Europe. Dude, don't settle for Ajax, man. You 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 have the skills to go, you know, to 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 up to a a bigger tier club than that, in my opinion. 
So he he definitely has a bright future, and and, and he's he's the guy that we thought Chaton was going to be. In 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 these last seven years, you know that, that he'd be like you know naturally passing the baton to Edson Alvarez. But we didn't have one to the point Joel where Rafa Marquez had to play at 38 in a World Cup because Mexico did not have any any, any decent contenciones. Yeah, they were even playing um, Salcedo. I mean, Salcido. Salcido. Yeah, you know who did that? Uh, your boy, Chepo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, well. what I, but what I'm not going to tell you, Joel, is that, the first, is that his club coach was the first one to do it. And his club coach was Tuca. But Chepo didn't have to go to get Tuca. Come on, man. This guy's a this guy's a wing back. Go back to the wing. You know, he left him at the and he wasn't bad at it, but he was not uh, you know he's a he's a he's a wing he's a he's a lateral, he's not a he's not a you know, put a put a central as a as as a as a contention, not a not a lateral. Different different skill set altogether. So yeah, so that was exactly. They, they, I mean, they just, they just, Mexico just didn't. We had Gallito, and Gallito was terrific in 2014. But you know, Gallito did not fit into the criteria that Juan Carlos Osorio wanted, which of course he needed to be about a foot taller. And uh, Juan Carlos Osorio was not just, just didn't even consider him. Yeah, that's the thing right now with um, Tata, where some of these other players are gonna get a shot, and Pizarro is is the other big name right there. So. Uh, to look out for. Well, this is the okay. chance uh, for for them to make this their team uh, for Edson and and, and and Pizarro both. And Pizarro had a decent game last night. Joel uh, scored a goal and uh, was just uh, you know he's just the kind of player who's just constantly involved. And uh, he has a he has a big opportunity uh, ahead of him. You know, probably more so than anyone else in the World Cup and in, 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 in this tournament, uh, not just for Mexico but in the entire tournament of, of really making a name for himself. So, we'll, we'll, do you think he'll be able to deliver? I do. I, I do think he will. Uh, you can see the players enjoying themselves, and that's a good. That's always a good sign. Now, are you are you surprised? Or, uh, well, let me ask you this: uh, We've talked about this Gold Cup before. You know, when we talked about it as one that he had to have. And especially if they were going to have the, uh, the the added carrot of the of the Confederations Cup as the uh, the reward for, for for winning this, well, there's no longer a Confederations Cup. So, do you think that that was part of the reason as to why he wasn't as concerned or as um, as upset about? having some of the, the more established players, you know, understandably take a pass? Now, I do think, yeah, I do think because, uh, you know, he's walking into a know-you-can-eat feast. You know, the table was set, the fine china. Right. And, and all the fixings, and he had, uh, you know, all this good food. And then as the day gets closer... They started eliminating things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it made, it has made his task a bit more difficult. Right, uh, so I you... think if he had, if he had a full tricolor, man, 
we were looking at a steamroll of that tournament. All you had to do was show up. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's just, just seeing how a lot of the region is right now. It's not that strong. We just had the U.S. lose to Jamaica. Um, and some of these teams haven't shown much improvement. Not Panama, not Costa Rica, none of them. And if just looking at how players are an individual, uh, Mexico is right now top, you know? Sure. You know, that's incredibly disappointing uh, that, that, that that's happened, though, because no, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not talking about the region itself. I mean, no, 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 the, the I know, but the... Go ahead. No, 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 I, I, I was laughing. I agree with you it's that Mexico, when it has, you know, that opportunity and then it's it's sort of something like this happens. Oh, you know? well, it's ever. I mean, you, you, Mexico can't ever go into a gold cup without something happening. Was, you know? was that commercial? Have you seen that commercial where that one dude... It's like an insurance, and he's like the bad luck guy. Oh yeah, it's O'Reilly, O'Reilly from uh, from Oz. <laughs> that dude showed up. That dude showed up with a Chutatas, Chutatas uh, thing. Right. But <laughs> showed up, but, uh, showed up with a sharpie. You know what happened is he's getting ready to eat. Like he's at the buffet, right? Tata Martino is called, and he's a like, man. That filet mignon looks really, you know. And he's got the carnitas and like the really good beans. <laughs> you know, and 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 have you ever had uh, like like arroz con rajas with with the real cream rice, and, uh, the cheese with uh, with the chile poblano on top that are, that oh, are yeah. That I, are I yeah, yeah, I've had it once, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and then they come and he's it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a best meal of my life. And then the, just as he's getting ready, to, as he gets in line, the waiters come and take all of that, you know, and then put, uh, you know, they put a hungry man exactly microwave meal, <laughs> right? You know. And, <laughs> A couple of stale bolillos and you know some 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 ham that 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 you're wondering is that pink or or ashy gray you know it just yeah it, it's just not the same thing no it's not that bad obviously we're making that we're making a joke but but you know but you're right though I mean he had this obviously he's like well I got this uh, you know this great team it'll be right it'll, it'll be their swan so see I always thought it would have you know if if the Confed Cup was the prize I think that that, that this would have been the swan song for the Giros and the Velas and the last <clears throat> tournament. Yes. And, but, but when, when they, when they took that thing away, they're like, why on earth, they're going to do this again in two years. Why on earth? Why, you know, that means, it, it means nothing. I mean, it, it just, unfortunately, I, it, uh, it yeah. doesn't have the same meaning as it would if, as if it was played every four years yeah. or if we had the Confed Cup. Yes. Yeah, so I think a lot of those guys were like, you know, <laughs> I haven't had a break in six years. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's time for me to sit this way. Yeah. It's a combination of that. And also what's been going on with, with, um, with the national team with, um, you know, and, and, and there's been talk about this since, since months before. So, sort of what was, um, was going on with, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right here, Yon. Uh, like, like money that they get for, for, for doing promos. Yeah. For cutting. Because, yeah, for, for doing stuff with the sponsors and Dude, whatnot. You know, this so is look- why, Joel, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, when they went to Valle del Bravo and they took them away from, you know, Chicharito, I mean, you should, you know, more than anybody be upset at Nestor, you know, was having the season of his life at Chivas. You know, he, and through eight games, had, what, 11 goals or whatever it was. And, and then they took him out with, like, six weeks to go in the, in the league to go, to buy that, but I have to do their "quote unquote" intensive training. All they did there was shoot commercials, man. So, yeah, 
but, so but the, that's... Player, the players were were furious. Dude. They were furious. And, and and if they didn't get money for that, even more so, man. Yeah, but you're going way back now. Um... Well, I mean, if you're if you're wondering what happened with with the whole Nestor thing, that was the beginning of it. Yeah, but it wasn't just him. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it was, but he, but he was probably he was. You have to understand, he's the face of it. He he was. The he was the face of it, but that was the whole party, and it wasn't the. His his thing was putting discipline for for players partying. He's like, when you're with the selection, I just want you to concentrate on selection stuff. So there was other stuff going on, and I, and I know we don't get always the full. You know, we don't we don't get all of yeah. it. We just get. Some of it, and, that, like and that's you, fine, and I get that, and I understand. But I'm just telling you that from that point on is when the relationship soured. I don't know, because that's that's still what you're going back. What like two World Cups? No, no. It, well, I mean, to me, the, 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 this is where where everything that's happened it has now has now culminated with 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 in, in this in this decade began with that. Not, well, not, 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 la famosa fiesta que tuvieron en Monterrey, donde llegaron niñas, oh my, niñas, there were, there were girls at the party, how dare they, how but, dare these saints have yeah, girls but, but see, the, the FMF sort of, they sort of like gave in, and uh, that's, that's no why, choice. that's why, well, I think they did, and but I think that they, that's why uh, Nestor quit, but the whole thing, I think, in more recent times, Okay. I think there's been right. more money with but but who who were the players who were the, right, who were the players that were involved back then in 2010? It was Chicharito and and and, and Giovanni. Yeah, there, uh, there were there were Moreno. A lot of the players that were playing in 2010, and you know Carlos Vela was on that team. Uh, no, were, yeah, were, were but, but I feel like in 2018, two different players. issues here. Yeah, I understand that. Well, but what I'm saying is, 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 is that 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 to me was the beginning of this whole. Not want to say distrust, but just friction between the players and 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 the press and and the and the confederation and or the federation rather. And then the uh, you know because because in that same World Cup, all of a sudden uh, you know one newspaper is is shooting is is taking pictures of of Guatemala smoking out the hotel window during the World Cup, and it, I think it was Marca, who coincidentally were the same ones that. Uh, that uh, got the uh, pictures of the uh, of the famosa fiesta in, in Monterrey. I wonder, I wonder who who was the one that gave him that scoop. I, I, I can't imagine who was going to. Well, I, I know, I know you. You like to say I, it was. I, I wonder who it was. Nestor, but he was trying to was, embarrass him. He wanted to embarrass him on. on, on I, I don't think so because he he still has like a lot of good connections there. I don't, I don't think he will go that far. Uh, and I've heard it was one of the security cards from uh it was one of the security cards that got bought out by the newspaper because I, I think if it was him they would have thrown him under the bus and I, I don't think the players would have let him get away with that if they would have found out that he he did something like that and they would have just burned him so much that I, I just wouldn't be able to see him working again uh you know with football but I he only got I one heard, gig after that. Yeah, but he's turned down a lot. So it's like he's he hasn't he's chose not to work. Anyway, so 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 then so that happens. And then and then and then Chepo comes on and they have the whole thing with Vela, which <clears throat> who knows what what 
know, we'll never know the true story, but I mean, I mean, to me, you know, I'm not really putting on my conspiracy theory hat, but I think it had to do a lot with his relationship at at, at Chivas and the. Uh, oh yeah. And and the way that's, that he was singled out at the. That's uh, a, that's a mighty big um, right there, Yon. You're wearing a. Well, I, I, but I'm, I'm not saying it was, it was the reason. I'm, I'm saying it was it was it was probably a culmination of a lot of a lot of little factors. And I think both sides were like, you know what? Let's just let's just not even, you know, let's just walk away for this one. And it, it just yeah. So just for whatever reason, that ended up happening. And you know, and that you know that was that that festered. And uh, when and then of course we had, uh, I mean, just just the whole falling apart of of of, of the Chepo regime, regime rather, and then. With uh, with 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 Herrera coming in and him having his his six month honeymoon because he happened to do it you know with the World Cup and uh, you know the 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 whole thing with the, with hip and not just hip but the way that the that the play, that whole Gold Cup you know the 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 players were just they would refuse to talk to the press uh, because of some of the stories that the press was uh, was 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 coming up with America had to como record and all that stuff. And so I, I'm telling you, I think that a, that a, that a lot of these things, you know, the, 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 these are definitely, you know, it's it was it was just a snowball, and and, and I think the snowball finally hit in uh, the, this year, and 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 now it's time to start again. Yeah, but I mean, I I see some of these dudes; they know they're in their last run, and they're probably just trying to cash out. And there's like, okay, I, I can make this much. Uh, if you don't agree with it, then I don't have to be here just because I already did everything. And and at this point, a lot of these guys figure out that the selection is making more money off of them. Right. And they could, they could, you know, like selection right now, it's for players like Pizarro and Alvarez and, and a bunch of other guys like them that just being with the national team is going to raise their profile. But the Chicharos, Tabelas, uh, even guardados, even though he's there, they don't need it, you know. They don't, they don't need that anymore. But I do feel like some of these guys, they feel like they're being taken for a ride. And and there was rumors from it was from last year where Chicharo got like in a he got like into he got into it with the Federación because they wanted him to cut some promos with um with the Cowboys. I think they were playing a game at, at the at the stadium, and and he was like, "Dude, I was called to do a friendly, not to come and shoot shoot a commercial." Right. And if like if I'm supposed to shoot a commercial, um, then where's my cut? And so he ended up not doing it. And this this was leaked, or 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 the story, you know, uh, sometime last year, and they were even saying back then how like. Don't expect to see like Chicharo and and Layun with the national team for some time. Uh, so, so I do think there's some to that. There's 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 some truth to that. Whereas like some of these players just want the selection to give them a bigger slice of the pie. Right. Um, and, and I get that, and but you know, but I do think Jorge, that it all stems from. From that the, the trip invited, but also I think that what we can say, Joel, is is, is it based on that hypothesis that the decade that that, that we as fans <clears throat> saw at, in, in, at 2010, the thought that you know Mexico would, would have a chance to maybe make the semifinals, 
and 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 one of the two upcoming World Cups. Uh, obviously, was 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 that 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 dream was ruined by Nestor de la Torre. So <laughs> because oh, because, because of taking the the team to a. Uh, to, to Valle de Bravo for uh, for their quote oh, intensive Oh man, you make it seem like it was his idea. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. It's all too much. Too much hate on, all, on Nestor, man. I don't know what he did to you, Yon, but you seem to have it up for that guy. <laughs> Just blame me. <it. laughs> um, but no, it's, you know, I, you know I, I, I kid, of course. I know, I know it was. I know that Nestor was just uh, like I said. He was just the face of. Of the uh, of that whole no, you you know he was trying to get the team to be more professional and and just cut out that party thing and and because uh, he felt you know whether he's right or wrong he felt that 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 team that partying like that affects the team and it's something that kept happening because even in um when they were in Brazil. The team were were all going. They went to a famous who cares uh, famous cat house. No, no, you say who cares, but but it, it for some of these players it's been distracting. Uh, same as the whole party before the World Cup. So it's like you keep running into these dumb distractions, and it's like yeah, yeah. I'm sure that 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 a, that a player, you know, against against Sweden is like running down the field chasing the Sweden stopping. Wow, I remember that, that that party that we had before the world. Went, you know, come on, man. No, it's not like that. But you have, for example, it was it was uh, Hector Herrera. Was it Hector Herrera? Yeah, who had to travel back to Portugal, you know, to smooth things out with the wife. Put out some fires. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, come on. So I mean, I I do. I, I mean, I agree with you where it's like it doesn't matter, but I think. It doesn't matter for certain players that they could pull that off. That that's that's like their lifestyle. But then there's other players that that like they're married or they have uh, all these other issues going on, and it ends up affecting them. Um, it's a big thing with with like Salcedo as well, where he he was um, you know, big so reason again, he, so he so moved. So that goes that goes back again to the. You know the, the 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 saint warrior complex that I'm not gonna say that, that 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 a lot of fans have in regard to how they, how they view their play their players and give it give it everything they got on the, on the, on the playing surface on the playing field when they're when they're you know performing their their task of, of of professional athlete but off the field they have to be choir boys and they have to <laughs> they have to get up at eight you know and put their hands up and and uh, walk around and quote scripture for 14 hours, and then and then and, and then and, and then go back to bed so that their little angelic bodies don't get hurt. And they have to do that again. They can, they can practice, of course, until they're until they're you know when they when they go back onto onto the plane service where they have to be these 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 uh, you know relentless uh, <clears throat> just you know killers. So I I just don't understand that the, the whole you know whether they have parties and that and again I'm it just I I don't know I mean I understand the whole discipline thing but I mean I just think that you know if it's if it's a team where they're paying you gobs of money to be on that team 
then I think that 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 particular tactic might work a little better. But when you said, I mean, if they're not making, you know, if if this is, I mean, if this is like their little side gig, you know, that they're, you know, they're like the like the, like the weekend of a national guard, or or it's uh, it's a little different. And I think that uh, that's that 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 that, that unfortunately I think is, is one of the things that 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 plagues uh, Mexico. Not the, just just the whole just it, it seems like whatever they try never ever seems to work out. No, um, but you know I, I don't see it as that big of an issue. Just because I do think that some of these guys will eventually uh, are going to get weeded out. And I think they know that. They understand that. Vela said it clearly. I'm going to be 34, you know. Uh, by the time the World Cup rolls around, he doesn't even expect to be at the top of his game. He's saying there should be better players by that point. Uh, so I do think some of these guys, they understand that. So they're just saying, hey, man, you need me now? Then cough up cough up the mula. Because uh, I could see, I can understand, man, that... The whole traveling gets tiring after doing these 14, 15 hour flights. Sure. No, I, 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 I certainly understand. Again, yeah, and then you, you know, I have to, you know, I, I put, I put all the blame at Nestor's feet. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, now let's, so let, let, let's talk about Tata. That's so we talked to, we, we started about Tata and your, your, uh, you ever watch the Larry Sanders show? Uh, not really. I never got the chance. No. Do, do you have Do you have HBO Go? I do. HBO? Yeah. I do have it. Do, sir. do yourself a favor, Joel, and watch. Uh, there's an episode. Uh, I'll have to find the episode title for you. Where David Duchovny is uh, is, is is a guest. The guy from X Files is is a guest on the show because Larry Sanders' show is about a is about a late night talk show host and and like a late and a late, the, the actual you know and the, the behind the scenes of how they of of how they put together the show. It's outstanding. It's really good, and uh, it's really funny. And David Duchovny's a guest, and he, uh, uh, Larry, thinks that he has a big crush on him, and it's just absolutely, it's absolutely hilarious. And and I think that right now, Frank, right now that you are you are you are David Duchovny in, in in that episode. I think that you're with with when when it comes to Tata, you are you are definitely crushing on uh, on uh, on Tata Martino. Well, you are. He's pushing no, it's, all it's, the. It's hard not to, John. It's hard not to. Um, I want to point at something that that um, that Menotti said. Cesar Luis Menotti is a big influence on pretty much the majority of Argentine coaches. He was the first guy to give Argentina a World Cup. So he said, um, he said, um, a coach has to generate an idea, then he has to convince that that idea is what is going to accompany uh, and look for efficiency. Then he needs to find players with the commitment that when they're met with adversity, is not going to abandon that idea. So I, I do feel like, like what he's talking about, like finding a, a style of play. And I, and I think he's, He's con- he's has convinced 
this Mexico squad of of his style and already? how they're going to play in, in that. Yeah, I do think already. I mean, I think these results have spoken. You know, the three the three results. Uh, normally, norm, normally we would have seen Mexico struggle a bit, especially with those type of opponents. And but we've seen the opposite. You know, we we we're seeing them playing and enjoying themselves. So I do feel that he's he's managed to do that in a short amount of time of convincing the players he has, you know, of 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 what he has in store for them and, and that and and that that's what's gonna work and I feel that they're they're going all out for him. Well the one player that uh <clears throat> you know when Tata had him for the first time back in March, the only player that played both started both matches was Edson Alvarez. And that, and, and that to me was a clear sign. I think it was a clear sign to everybody that Tata has big plans for Edson Alvarez. Yes, future captain. Exactly, he's he is the future captain. We're calling it here first, the owner. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't I haven't heard it, and I and I listen to many of the top, uh, you know, like Picante and uh, sometimes a Fox show name I forget, and some of the ESPN La radio. Palabra. Yes. And then some of the other ones. You know, I like, I like, um, Jesus, man. It's this well, mango are, micheladas we're... hitting me. And I forget, what's that Argentine guy's name? He was the Americanista, left the team after the earthquake. Um, Brailovsky? Yes. I don't know if he's still there, but I really like this commentary. Russo? El Russo, El Russo. Well, yes, you know, he's... the sad thing about, about, about Russo is that all, all they try and do is troll him on the show. Because they, want, they want it seriously because they want to get a rise out of him. They never oh, let yeah. they, they never let him talk about yeah His... about what, what he and, and you're right he 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 watches sees the game so differently yeah than than, than most of the folks that and, but that they're was... always that's what drives me crazy about that now, show. Now, now now you're right me why I stopped watching and that was a big reason why I watched because because of, of Russo man I, I really liked his commentary the the key points he would hit and and stuff like that and yeah. and. And I really like his insight. And yeah, but you're right. These guys would try to just piss him off and then try right. to go in into a pissing match. And it's like, oh man, come on, man. This guy is, is teaching stuff here, man. He's, he's got pearls here, man. And you're, yeah, well, you're they, I mean, they all learn from, from, from the greatest troll ever, which is Jose, Jose Ramon. Who, uh, <laughs> I remember when they had a Chucho Ramirez on, was, when Chucho was coaching America, the first question he asked them was just <clears> ridiculous, <throat> like, just, you know, kicking the nuts question. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> it's like, the, that that's the first question you're going to ask him? Kicking the nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right in the night. Just, uh, just the thing. But anyway, yeah, so, uh, so future captain, so, and, and the worst part for it is that he should be taking the captain's armband from Chaton. Because Chaton should be the captain of the team right now. Chaton. No, it's, it's still guardado, man. We took him out of the hospice and rolled him right into the Gold Cup, and he's he scored a goal. So I mean, he's still... he actually of, of the three goals uh, was the one that I thought was the the most impressive, just because of the fact of you know just you know how you know his his technique and everything. I mean, he Guardado for some reason has has uh, from Mexico at least has, has just not shot like he hasn't like taken a shot and. I know six years. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta like his professionalism. I think having him there, especially now that that Marquez is is retired, 
I think it's really important having a player of that caliber. Well, I'm mean, the team. to be the captain right now because he's been on the, you know, starting since oh, what is it, oh six? Yeah. So, so thir- thirteen years and, and and thirteen out good years. I mean, it's not like he's like, oh man. I mean, how often do people say, man, that what other he's got to go? Uh, how often? No, no, and he's and he's playing in La Liga and he's he's doing good. And he's played in La Liga um, for thirteen years. Huh? He's, he's no, no. played in Europe for thirteen years. Oh, in Europe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has. So I mean, I, I think that's it's good to have a player like that. Uh, I, but all in all, so we uh, Tata is is doing good, and he says, "What a friendly game!" Is it tomorrow versus Ecuador? No, it's uh, it's Sunday. Uh, it's going to be Sunday over at the uh, at the Death Star. What's what's team. tomorrow? Is there a game tomorrow? My mind is playing tricks on me, Yon. Under twenty, I think I must be. No, thinking. the under twenty. And the eighth. The under twenty are. Uh, they were done last week, Hoyle. They no, no, but the World Cup Ecuador is playing. Ecuador is playing the U.S. I must have been thinking the under twenty game. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I suppose so. I, I, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I, no. Sure. Um, so that'll be the fourth uh, South American rival right there. Um, so yeah, I expect, uh, you know, and, and I don't expect Tata's run to continue. I, cause I think uh, a lot of times you want to experiment or try, try things. And that's what uh, the friendlies are for. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if, if the team has an off day, just cause sometimes you just have to try something different. Right. Well, uh, you know, the, the one thing that, that I wish, uh, you know, that I would want Tata to see before the Gold Cup is how uh, teams are going to defend Mexico in the Gold Cup because, you know, Ecuador and Chile and Paraguay and yeah. are not going to defend the way that Canada and Honduras and, uh, you know, El Salvador and, and Costa Rica, you know, they're, they're going to be a lot more committed to defending than, uh, than the teams that... Uh, Everything all right? Yes. All right. I was just getting something from the fridge. I didn't realize I made that much noise, Yon. Good Lord. It, 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 sounded like it, it sounded like you were throwing something around. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, so it, it would have been nice to see him play you know, in one of these, at least you know, the, a, a, a team that's a little more defensive than uh, – and then what? Then what he'll confront? Just to see how how he'll re- how he'll react and how his uh, how his players will react. But uh, no, it, it is. Uh, I mean, it is definitely very promising. Uh, I know that uh, you know I mean, you you can't ask for 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 a coach with a with, with, with a better resume than Tata has. And, uh, it still makes me laugh that, that 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 you know his worst loss as a national team coach was at the hands of Hugo Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> Which uh, cracks me up in, uh, in the in the 07 uh, Copa America in the, in the quarterfinals when uh, when Hugo and Mexico beat them six zero. That was when th- you know what was so weird about that game was that that was an early red card because the goalie was the ultimo hombre and he tackled Neddy in the in the in, in the in the area. So there's a penalty kick and it and it was the you know he was going to get a red. 
And he did. And, and instead of taking out a forward, Tata took out a contención. So he played. He learned that lesson. Well, we I just went full circle, John. We were talking about Hugo and Eddie earlier. That's right. That's right. And now we, we've tied it back up together. That is two circles that, if, we, have, that, that we are tied. If you about. were wondering earlier, what does that have to do? What on earth does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you're because Nettie, you're right. Nettie scored two goals in that game. You're right. That was um, uh, that, that was part of the uh, the the brief Nettie summer of '42 that we had with uh, with with, with Nettie Castillo. You know, Nettie, um, he's been known to answer people. Um, I know he was on Twitter and then on Facebook, and our old um, old panelist Pern. He would message him from time to time, and he <laughs> and then he replied to him once. Really, I remember. I remember he screenshotted, and he showed us. <laughs> that is uh, that is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I can see, <laughs> I can see Pern writing him like a suicide letter. You know, for for all <laughs> all of the all of the like, stuff that you make that we make with that we kid Fernando about, and just. Chastise him for all the hockey. You know, how could you have that opinion? And oh, you know, just you know, constantly, he has been dead right about so many things. It's scary. It, it, it's no, the, man. It's to he, the point he, where we almost me, know what he's talking about. To me, it just throws a bunch of darts, and some of them are bound to hit. Well, out of the ten darts that he threw, he he he, he had bullseye like nine of them. So, nah, he would throw more, John. Come on, <laughs> we got to go back to the archives. <laughs> He threw more like a hundred than he oh, did nine. Stop. Oh, stop! <laughs> no, you you coined them the governor, the senator, because he wouldn't answer the That's question. It. They, exactly. That's right. If, so if he answered the questions, then I would have been praising him. But the fact that he was he would never answer it to me, then okay, then you're just you're just reaching there. Well, he he played his role very well. He played his role very well. <laughs> I, I, have, yeah. I have a lot of respect for Fernando because he he. Like I am was 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 very anti Nestor, and um, I, have to, I, have, I have to respect I have to respect the man. He's anti anything, Chiva man. That is true. He thought that Javier <laughs> was was like the biggest over most overhyped player in history. Yeah, that no, was, he's that was ten years ago. It's gonna take a while to break his record. Mm, who knows if Raúl could do it? But Chicharro has over a hundred goals. Not sure how many Raul has, but no easy task. No, I mean Raul has like maybe thirty. Uh, I, I would say uh, that, that he scored in uh, in Europe. Maybe even, uh, it's, yeah, it's, no. Chicharro uh, has like over a hundred in all. You know, all competitions from Champions League, EPL, La Liga, you name it. So interesting, interesting fact, Joel. Raúl Jiménez was Mexico's captain last night when uh, Guardado was not on the pitch. You know, I missed the first half, Yon. I was asleep. I woke up, turned on the game around the 60th minute, and uh, got to see uh, got to see Guardado's goal. It was, it was very well taken by Guardado. <clears throat> So, so do you think that that, they, that it didn't take long for the players to to grasp the the philosophy, no. the idea that uh, that Tata wanted them to do, and and because of that, 
because of their 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 quick and easy assimilation. You feel that uh, that 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 gives Mexico the uh, at, at this point the the position of prohibitive favorite for the uh, for for the upcoming tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. That not only that, also the players. Uh, despite despite missing some some of the stalwarts, player for player, I don't think any selection in the region is going to be as strong as Mexico. So yeah, we have those two things going for El Tri. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I guess we could see the next friendly and then start talking about Gold Cup or the rivals. Even though without due respect, there's not much. There's not much to say about the Group stage. Well, the rivals know. are going to be Costa Rica as a possible matchup in the semis, and then yeah. the U.S. and then the U.S. in the final. U.S. or Jamaica in the final. No, no, I know, but for the group stage, it's sort of like. Well, uh, you know, they do like play Canada, like and it would be party. interesting. They do play Canada, and they play Cuba and Martinique. But they yeah, do play Canada, they... and 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 I just want to see where Canada is. Yeah, I mean. Is, I think they have one player that's in the Bundesliga, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, they sent a, a 16-year-old. I, think it's, I can't remember what his name is. And he was he played at Vancouver Whitecaps, and he ended up going to uh, Bayern Munich. And I don't know if he played that There you go. That's him, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they're far off good. from when they had the Rossi. They had this pretty good squad about two cycles back. Right, they had the way they came very close to knocking Mexico. Yeah, out. yeah, that's that's the team that must have been devastating to have missed out because they had a a decent generation, and I think it hurt them not being able to qualify. Right, because they half had, of those. I think that they ended up uh, losing to uh, Trinidad or something at the end of it, and and, and a little Honduras through. Yeah, and. uh this was a team that had beaten um, Colombia, I believe, for the Gold Cup. They won. They won a Gold Cup uh, final. They won a Gold Cup. Yeah, but that was two thousand two. So that, that 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 was a, a little a little while before. Two, but I'm, I'm I'm wondering if they had some of those players were there. I'm I'm sure they had a, a handful of them. At but... least you know, yeah, a few. But I mean, that's that's how you know. That's usually how it works. You have some of these players that are successful to some level, and then they're able to carry that into the next cycle, where the players they see that you know it's like like oh oh you know like Mexico beats Brazil in '95 Gold Cup, and it's like oh snap we could beat this team you know right as as of before they had no reference before it's like. Oh no, it's Brazil. Just, you know, let's just bend over, spread the cheeks. But, but once you beat them, you're like, yeah, we have a fighting chance. So, so you kind of had Mexico, uh, and then they ended up beating Brazil a bunch of more times. 99 and 2002. And, and then by the time they meet at the World Cup, they're able to, you know, get a tie in Brazil, but they had like all these, all these games to go off of, of like, we faced Brazil in all these tournaments, and and we held our own, or we've beaten them, just like Olympics and under seventeen. So, 
So I, th- I think uh, that was Canada's thing, you know. They needed to build off of that Gold Cup win to be like, look, we beat these teams, so we did better than these teams. So this is what we we're capable of. But but to go from that to not even qualifying, to me, that hurt them. It, well, like, well, yeah, them well, back. they've only qualified uh, for one hole. It was 1986, so it's been it's been a while since we've seen Canada in the World Cup. Now they're going to yeah. make 2026 World Cup because they're going to be one of the hosts. So uh, that's true. So I mean, that they, is true. You know, j- just like Mexico and just like the U.S., I'm sure that they have their proyecto to, to get them to where they can at least make it. You know, out of the out of the group stage at their at their home World Cup. I'll be fielding a very young team if I'm Canada. Yeah, I would too. I'd, you know, I mean, I'd throw in under 23, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I'm asking. Uh, you know, let's let's see what they have. Now, about that plain surface hole, like like I mentioned. Uh, now, in, in in the Gold Cup, at least for the for the group stage, Mexico is going to be playing. Actually, for all but one game, if I'm not mistaken, Mexico is going to be playing on 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 on, on the natural grass because they're playing the they're playing in the Rose Bowl uh, in, in Pasadena. That's the, the, the they open. Uh, I think I believe against Cuba. And then they go to Denver, which has a natural grass surface. They'll be playing uh, Canada, so so they'll be playing Canada in Denver. That'll 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 be the big one. And then I'll be in Charlotte for Mexico playing uh, Martinique again on on, on a natural playing surface. The uh, quarterfinal is going to be at Glendale, so that's that's a natural playing. So that 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 that's the stadium hood where they they wheel the field in and out so that they let it you know have the natural light uh, during. The rest of the time, and then they wheel it in the night before for the game, and they play, and then they wheel it back out when they're done. So they might as well, they're playing, even though it's indoor, they are playing on a natural surface. And then I think the semis are in Houston, which is not, so that's the only one that that it's not. Uh, but 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 by that point, you know, they will they will have had, you know, a couple of weeks for the for the grass to, to to settle in. So we should be, you know, that they should be okay there. And then the the final is at Soldier Field in Chicago, which again is a natural uh, playing surface. So. You know, these tournaments should make sure that they play in stadiums, you know, the, at the Gold Cup, you know, whatever they had, play in these stadiums that have the natural grass surface. I remember one time they were playing at the Meadowlands. It was when Ugo was coaching in the Gold Cup where they lost to the U.S. in 07. And they're in the Meadowlands, which at the time was uh, the the fake stuff. And then they put the grass on top, and Ugo's, like, like hitting it like, he's, like his hand is a hammer. And his hand is just, instead of just, like, we hit grass, it just kind of, you know, you just kind of settle in. It's it's like bouncing off, like it's like it's a trampoline almost. It's just just terrible. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Ugo's like, it was like we we he's like we he even said like like it was it was just a terrible plane. So there's no way anyone could play, uh, you know, a, a game of soccer on a, on a plane surface like this. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Yon, our good friend Ron sent me a message. He said if you could if you could send him the invite again. So if you could log in for a few minutes. I did send him the invite. I don't know if he got it. Hmm. <sighs> so we have a tricolor talk and uh, I think we pretty much Pretty much said right now we could go into Liga MX. So can 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 we agree then, Joel, that 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 the decade 
of, of the 2010s as, as it comes to a close here. We, 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 we can then agree that, that, that the lack of results that Mexico fans were expecting was, was due mainly to Nestor de la Torre and his, and his management. <laughs> I know. Can, 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 is that is that where we're, we're is, is that is that the conclusion that we're, that we're coming to? No, I don't no. agree with that. You don't agree with that? Okay. So moving on, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk a little more Gold Cup in the in the next episode as we, uh, I guess at that point it'll be between uh, the the friendly and the first match, which will be at the Rose Bowl. Which, if I'm not mistaken, who I believe you will be attending, you will be in Pasadena. I was approved, but I haven't even, because they do a two step thing where you got to get approved. Uh, for press pass, and then you have to apply to the games. Right. Where well, before should... it was like you, well, I don't know if it was before. It's been a while, but uh, yeah, I need to. I need to put the game thing there. I just haven't. You haven't applied for the game. It's really easy. You just you literally just click apply, and that's all. No, you have. I know. I I need to do that. Ay ay ay, you know. Just for that joel. I feel like I should play that every, every time we need to punish you for for whatever whatever wrongdoing you've been accused of is to play uh, Barchi singing the America theme, which would be. Uh, Appropriate at this time, so so uh, so we'll have a we, we will talk uh, more uh, Mexico at that time. But it, it is time to talk a little uh, a little Liga Mekis Joel, uh, a little, little hot stove talk. Uh, Joel, I, w- I was under the impression, and, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, that 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 I believe you Chivas de Guadalajara, which is the the team that they play in Guadalajara, correct? Excuse me. Chivas, they 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 play in Guadalajara. Yes. 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 Okay. So Chivas de Guadalajara. We're gonna. We're in, in the process of 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 lassoing in a lot of a lot of top quality Liga MX players to help them uh, try to Im- improve their magnetic field enough to where it's strong enough to attract the, the Chivas comet back into the Earth's orbit. Yes. And uh, it appears that that is that 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 is not the case. Is that correct? That that seems that's where it's headed because um, I was expecting, and I even was predicting that they were going to pick up at least three three good players for the selection. You know, not for the selection uh, for the for the squad, but three players that are like selection material. Um, Especially because they have, um, they're, they're, they're renewing contracts, TV contracts and then sponsorship deals and whatnot. But something seems to be happening. I don't know what's going on. Uh, just cause we don't, we don't have access to that. But instead of getting these top refuerzos, we're seeing Chivas digging in the, not even in the bargain bin, John. They're more like digging in the goodwill donation bin. Trying to see what they could pull out of there. They're they're going to the the, the clearance the clearance aisle at Big Lots. <laughs> I mean, they're they're announcing players returning as refuerzos. Uh, Tonio Rodriguez, 
you know, uh, was a good player. He's a good player, but he, what's, what's wrong with Gudin? he was on loan. Nothing is wrong, but I do feel that they needed more competition back there, uh, and I think that's healthy having two players. And so, I also so, so, so think Chicharro that hasn't been announced. Uh, Chicharro hasn't been announced. No, yet. no Chicharro. But but just to finish up, Antonio, he has more experience than Gudinho. He played. He has way more games in first division. So while there's nothing wrong with Gudinho, he's still kind of green. He still needs more playing time. And Antonio's just just more. He has more experience. So is he there that. to replace him, or is he there to push him? I think it's it's both. It's both because I think whoever ends up being the better GK is going to take the the starting spot. Uh, I give well, the edge right now to Tonio, but I think they still have good hopes for Gudinho. And, and well, I would expect that Tomas Boy wants someone with a ton of experience as as his goalkeeper. Yeah. Period. Well, yeah, and and I think that's where Tonio takes the edge. Right. Not by much, but he takes it just because. He's had more more playing time. Sure. Um, yeah, they, they got that guy, and then they announced Ulises Davila, who who had been at Santos, and then I believe he went a year without playing, and then uh, the last six months he was in India, the India Super League, uh, and and then that team let him go. So he's wow. He's <laughs> yeah. He's. Uh, and he was the one that was signed by Chelsea after the 2011. He was, he was signed by Chelsea, and he did pretty good his first two seasons because they loaned him out to second, second or third division teams in Spain. Right. And he was doing good, but they kept moving them around. Like he would have a good season, and then they'll send them to like Portugal, and then they were just they just made him they turned him into a journeyman. They should have let him just stay in one team and and see how well he did. Yeah, I was really uh, fortunate because he helped the team earn promotion to the first division. Yes, he did. And then, and then they, they, they said, "Thanks, go." Like you said, go play. Yeah, go hey, play somewhere else. Yeah, here's your reward. Go to third division, Portugal. Um, yeah, he was a fan favorite in, in that one Spanish team. Uh, so, so he's back. Releases Davila, and but he's not signed. He's he's in, he's doing the preseason, and if he could convince El Jefe. They'll sign him, uh, and that's and I think Pollo Briseño, but I don't think they've made it official. But I think that they're just like ironing out details. I think Pollo knows he's at the, you know, he could so, demand the more. So they 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 went for Cesar Montes and they end up with Pollo Briseño, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, they they. Uh... Uh, you know, go go for a player like uh, I'm trying to think of a, 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 a decent winger right now that isn't a, like like an, like an Irving Lozano type player, and they end up with Ulises Davila, and uh, yeah, so then they have a, a chance to get an experienced keeper, and then there's not that many on the market, at least Mexican ones on the market, so they end up with with so so not the uh, the, the the summer of spending then that. Uh, that one would expect from that the Chivas fans were expecting. So, so you're, you're, I think what you're saying, Joel, is that it's, it's been an Elvis. It's been an Elvis summer so far for for Chivas fans. 
Yeah, it's not, it's not looking pretty. It's not looking pretty. Yon, I have some questions for you. Uh oh. It's from the chat. From the chat. Yeah, it's a, it's a loaded question, Yon. I hope you, I hope you're prepared, man. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let me, uh, what you got? Okay, uh, here it goes, man. It's by Firm65. And he wants to know, uh, do you think Canada will become a more powerful team now that they have their own league, the Canadian Premier League? And then also, uh, you know, he says they have money and resources. And if you think that they can surpass Costa Rica and become the third best team in the region. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me something like, you know, is, does, does Pumas Puma. are they more likely to be relegated than, than, than win the title? Because frankly, that, that is a very loaded question. You could ask a Pumas fan right now. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, know, there's no relegation in Liga MX, man. After what Veracruz did, who, who's going to take relegation they, they ended up They ended up with zero points. Yeah, they still didn't get relegated. They and, just and paid they a fine and they're back. That's just, yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, that, that's a really good question. And, and, and thank you for that. I, I, I think it, if, 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 if they do have the resources and the league prospers and, and, and Canada then can have a, a league that, that, that would rival MLS uh, for the, for the Canadian uh, fanship, so to speak. Then yeah, I do think that Canada would have a a, a really good chance. Then we also have to remember that you know at that point the World Cup will be expanding to forty eight teams, so Canada is going to have a much better chance of qualifying for World Cups moving forward because of that. So I do think that uh, yeah, with with the, if the league does well, if it can uh, uh, give the opportunity to uh, to Canadian players to to develop and flourish, then sure, of course. I mean, I, there's 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 no reason why they can't be uh, uh, a power in the region. I know, I know they're big on hockey. So then, uh, I like to see how, how much more, um, cause I know they've gotten in last year's. Well, you know, they're had, very like, similar. These... They're very similar. What do you mean similar? Oh, the sports. Yeah. No, no, they are, but I'm saying like how, how passionate people are for hockey, you know, like if they could have that same type of passion for football. And then, uh, yeah, you, you could see that. You, you could see how that's going to help them improve. And I do know, like, in recent years, they had uh, a lot of immigrants coming in from Portugal and other parts that are big, big soccer fans. Uh, and I think that's helped. That's helped uh, with help grow the sport. Oh, yeah, and, and let, let's not forget that Canada has uh, a handful of some very uh, very cosmopolitan cities. They said they're, they're going to attract a very a very large swath of, of folks from, from really from all over the world that are going to settle there and start families and and, and and become Canadians. And I mean there's there's Montreal, there's Toronto, there's Vancouver. Uh, there's yeah. Edmonton, Calgary. I mean they 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 have a lot of uh, decent sized population centers and sure. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, you know, overnight, but I think that, you know, for 2026, I think Canada, like we mentioned earlier, uh, has a very realistic shot of, of putting together a team that's good enough to, 
make the knockouts and scare the hell out of somebody. Well, I mean, I think they have a lot to build up on then. If they have their own league and then they have teams in MLS and then they're hosting the World Cup, that's a lot of football right there. And uh, no disrespect to the Central Americans, but all you need is to be properly organized and you will easily surpass the Honduras, the Salvadors, and the Guatemalas. Canada has the most upside of, of any yeah. team con CACAF. There's no question. The other one, Joel, are my, are my buddies, the, uh, the Curacao, who, who I, I think <laughs> is just, yeah. who I think have, an, uh, have a very real like chance of population of, uh, 150. Hey. <laughs> you know, there was people doing this, and if you're listening, if you're of age, uh, I would recommend doing that because I would have done it. But I know there was people going to some of these small Caribbean islands. They were like semi-pro players. And then they were trying out for these teams and they were making it. Just because there's not that many players. And, uh, yeah, it's a small team like Turks and Caicos, but well, no, well, dude, hey, you'll hey, get, you'll get to play FIFA games, uh, official qualifiers and perhaps a tournament. Now, now, hang on a second. Hold on. Now, now, I, now, I do think that that may be the case for, maybe at one point, at one point was the case for a lot of teams in the Caribbean. But, but, but Curacao, they, they, uh, they have some players. You know, there's there's no reason they they they, they can't be like a Jamaica or or a Trinidad. You know, as, as as the powers of the Caribbean, of the Caribbean nations, and uh, you know. You know, let's face it, the, the hex is better when, when when there's a couple of Caribbean teams in it, I think. Because, yes, you know, we might have that crazy long flight to wherever it is. Caribbean, same as Central America. I mean, if if they got their act together, they would have uh, stronger teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think the Curacao is, is, is one of the ones that, that is – that has its act together. Is, is, is my, I, I do think that they see the big picture of – of being able to qualify for 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 a future world, I think that they're they're setting their sights on 2026 too. So I, they're like a a dark horse for me. I could be totally wrong, but but I see them as a as a dark horse in in, in this Gold Cup to make it to the uh, to make it to the knockouts. Yes, you've been promoting them, Yon. I'll keep an eye out for them just because of that. Well, well. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> Uh, I feel like I'm only doing a public service. I'm only doing a public service. <laughs> so, so back to uh, back to la, la estufa. So we have we have Chivas not 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 making the moves that Chivas fans. Now, is this because porque no hay lana or because no hay interés or there there's no money? Tomas boy saying, you, you know, know what I can do? I can do with what I got. Thomas is the last guy you want to blame. He's 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 like Wally George in the hot seat right now. He'll say whatever just to keep just to keep the ratings on. Um, yeah, I really can't blame him. I just don't think there's any money there. I don't. That's why I'm saying it's hard to know what's going on. I mean, I don't really know. The team's not going to say it. Um, you know, they were having all these problems, financial problems. Just and then there's all these rumors of. Uh, of Vergara, you know, that he's, for the what, since last year, every other week you get a, he's in his deathbed, 
You know, I'm surprised he's gone on this long. Sure. We talked last week about the fact that uh, that that actual actual goats when 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 they scream or when, when they make noise <laughs> oh, sounds sound, sound a little like humans. So I want I want to introduce a new a new a new, a new drop that I've already played a couple times, but I think I want to. Give, give it give it a proper introduction. <laughs> this is an actual this is an actual goat making making this noise, which I think is, is very appropriate for for the dynamic <laughs> podcast considering what we spend most of our time talking. <laughs> that, is, that is an actual goat. Making. It is it is a goat. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I and I could not think of a more appropriate drop to use. I mean we have a bunch of drops that we have Oh, for, for, for Chivas, we have, we have think, this one, uh, Joel, the, uh, when, when Chivas uh, TV was, uh, was trying to get going, we had the, every time it came. It, it was, but, but you know, John, I think you're going to be playing that go drop scream because the summer, uh, Chivas, man, I, I think it's going to help them, but it's going to hurt fans. They got some friendlies lined up. <laughs> Joel, are you telling me that I should make a backup of this file? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm going to use it so much I might wear it out. Yes. Uh, Chivas has the, um, the Colossus Cup where they're playing against America. Right. Boca Juniors and River Plate. Uh, it's like a quadrangular. And, I mean, all of those teams are stronger than Chivas. Uh so what's going to happen? After they are friendlies. Who knows? They are friendlies. You know, yeah. those teams could be throwing their reservas, but outcome doesn't look too good. But isn't that and a then... double-edged sword, though, Joel? Because if Chivas loses, <laughs> Chivas fans are going to be. <laughs> right? But, but but if they win, then the expectations will go through the roof. So the first time there's any setback, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be so quick to. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't go through the roof just because they're friendlies. And a lot of times teams don't take those games that serious. Um, and then after that, they have the, they have the international cup, which I'm guessing they the, they're not playing like Barcelona or. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm, I'm wondering why those, the, they must be thinking now. Why did we invite them again? I mean, I, I know they're the big name team, but oh man, I think, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, international. Champions oh, Cup or Champions League or something like that. It's so called. La Chofis is going to play against Barcelona and go. Here's 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 your future right here. He's play, he's playing. Um, I think they play Roma, but it's all European teams. It's all right. like these Champions League caliber European teams. Here's a here's uh, a here's a, 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 a loaded Chivas question to ask a Chivas fan. May I, may I may I uh, may I ask you? Yes. More more disappointing Chivas career. Marco Fabian Boy, I can't remember who the other guy I was gonna ask you was. Ah, uh, well I can't I, I can't ask it now, Hoyt. Oh, okay, but I got, I got, it's the international, um, they, they're going to play Roma and then they're going to play Benfica, but the other teams, the other teams involved are Arsenal, uh, Bayern Munich, Manchester United, 
Inter Milan. So uh, yeah, they they brought in Chivas to this. To <laughs> it's someone's almost like one one of these is not like the others. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think uh, just for brand, a lot of times you want to protect your brand. And if I was Chivas FO, I would have opted out. Right. You, I mean, you, I would love to be in that type of tournament. Well, but I when mean, you have, when your team is doing, like the team that won the doblete, they had Pizarro and they had uh, Gallito and they had Cota and they had all these. Yeah, you want to take that team to that cup. Is is but, that trophies not enough for you, Juan? Can't 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 trophies just put the team on his shoulders like like he was starting to do at the end of the season and just say he, he probably can, he probably can. So I hope he sees these tournaments and he's like, this is my last chance. That's, That's right. my last ride. Yeah. So I hope I hope he does take advantage because he is a great talent uh, when he's on it. It's like. Well, the thing that I don't understand is that he seems to be on it, like on every, not in every game, but like most of every game. I mean, not every one of his passes is good, but at least, but you know, what to me, what makes Trophy so, I don't want to say the word special, but I'll just say different, is that he is that he tries things, you know, and and and, and not stupid <sighs> like 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 a like a back heel or an or a, <clears throat> The, the patented Guatemoc ass pass. You know, I once saw a uh, uh, Colección Privada. Remember that that uh, that thing you used to do on Televisa? Yes. They had a Colección Privada of, of, of passes con la pompis, the, the Guatemoc Blanco. Times times he used his his buttocks to pa- pa- pass a ball. And, they, they, and, and he did it enough that they had a top ten. So... There you go. Top anyway, ten back passes. Yeah. No, but 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 he just he he I, I just like trophies because he has he has vision and you know it's it's not going to work all the time but at least at least he tries it and you know they always take him out as are they taking him out because he's not you know is he not doing his, his end on, on defense or whatever it is but it just it, it it has to be really frustrating to him to you know be be the only guy that seems to be creating and then they get yanked. So, uh, but he did, but, uh, but, uh, Tomas Boyd did seem to have completely different plans for him and, and, and La Trophies responded. So, uh, like I, like I mentioned before, I couldn't think of a better player for La Trophies to learn under than Tomas Boy uh, as a, as a coach or as a mentor for that position because he was really good. So that is my, see, I'm an eternal optimist, uh, optimist when it comes to things like that. I want to. And you sound, you sound, I want to yeah. believe. I want to believe, Joel. You also sound like a Toma Jefe believer. Well, I, I'm not too uh, convinced with, uh, with 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 Tomas Boy, but I don't. I, I agree with you, with especially when it comes to a team like that. I think it's it's like twenty percent coaching, eighty percent team. Yes. And maybe Chivas, it might be a little less. But what I what I do think he has is something that I think fits Chivas right now perfectly, which is just a huge. He just, for whatever reason, thinks he's 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 always been disrespected. Because I mean, I mean, at the you remember at the time when he was playing, I mean, he was. I'm trying to. There was him, and Wendy Mendizabal. I think were the were the two big. Uh, 
and he was with Cruz Azul as, as the two really strong midfielders in Mexico. But he was, you know, a much bigger name and much bigger player. And, you know, just a, just a big star. But Ugo was there. And, and, and Ugo was in Mexico City, so we got all the press. And I think it just just chapped him to no end. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm, so I think he always played with a, just a huge chip on his shoulder. And and he loved to stick at the Pumas every, every every chance he could, and they did. They beat him in a, uh, I think they beat him in a final even. So, uh, yeah, he uh, and, and and Chivas right now, I think, because of the fact that they may not necessarily, as as you have have pointed out re- repeatedly and relentlessly on this podcast tonight, that they're not the most talented team right now, and they're not really trying to add to that. But you know, the, 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 they they certainly have enough talent to compete. Not to, to to win a championship, probably not, but to make the league, absolutely. And then they just need the right push. I think I think he's the right now. He's the guy that, that can push the buttons that they need to put that they need to push. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they messed up last season sending away Saldivar. You don't send away your best striker. No, that just made no sense at all. No. I know they brought Alexis Vega, but he's still unproven. Uh, one good season's not, you know. Doesn't mean that that guy's already. Uh, you know, you, you know, know. talking about opportunities, Alexis. You know, we're talking about Gold Cup opportunities. Alexis Vega's got a. He's another one that has a enormous opportunity. All, you know, all he has to do is score three, four, five goals. You know, again, remember who they're playing? They're playing Cuban Martinique, so there are going to be some chances there for him. You know, and maybe get one in a quarterfinal, whatever it is. He uh, he could really. Uh, Help help himself out. So uh, definitely another player. But anyway, so my point is, Joel is is, is that Tomas Boy I think has the personality that that uh, that would fit Chivas right now. I think that he, uh, and I, and I think that the, that the players will uh, respond. And one thing I will say about Tomas is that he was one of the commentators in the fifteen Gold Cup. The that was the the Gold Cup where the Mexico won, where in the in, in the semifinal against Panama they got two penalty calls. If you remember right, they they were. They were iffy. There's no question about it, but uh, but they were soft. But but ultimately, I think we all discussed at the time they 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 were penalties. Yeah, to me, they were penalties. Yeah, and uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Where was I? <laughs> Help me out here, Hoyle. Yeah, I don't know where you were coined with that. Man. <laughs> just... what, what was it that you're drinking there, Hoyle? Because I, I feel like I'm, I've had a couple from your, from, from, from osmosis. I was, I was drinking a michelada, man. I was, I'm drinking a, it's a, it's a new one, man. I just, I saw it at, at the store. It's a Estrella Jalisco beer. And it's a mango michelada made with clamato. And I guess they're, they're co-brewing with Golden Road. And I just, I had to try it, but it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, Yon, it's pretty good. Right. I do remember where I was going with that. So Tomas Boy was a commentator for Univision. And uh, he actually, uh, d- during the match, had some incredibly insightful thing like he says this isn't working because of this what they need to do is do this and then they would do it and it would work perfectly and he's like he's like there you go 
So I think that that was uh, kind of kind of a bit eye opening. Being a little yeah, bit you know, he he gets a bad rap as a coach, and I think it's a lot of times because as fans, we we like undermine just how difficult it could be. Same with players, right? You know, we'll say players suck, and it's like <laughs> it's incredibly difficult just to make it to first division. Sure, because there's millions of players out there. Uh, so it's not an easy just to make it. Uh, you know, it's very difficult. Uh, and he's gotten a bad rap, but he's, he's quite average. He's not really bad. As yeah, he never him really out had to the, be. Yeah. He's never had the success as a coach as he, as he had as a player for sure. There's no question. Well, yeah. And also we, we, you know, we measure it by like championships and whatnot, but he's never, he hasn't really been in big teams. He did. He did all right in Morelia, reaching semifinals a few times, and then he he played a final with them. Uh, he saved Atlas from relegation, and then he was at Cruz Azul, where he 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 was just average, right? You know. Well, and that I, didn't help him with with the team that they put around him either. So. Yeah, yeah. He and so I mean I, I don't think he's he's bad. I think you know just the media likes to. They, they need to create noise. They need to create, uh, you know, scandal or, or just whatever. And and I think that's that that has hurt him. I I've seen uh, Chiva fans attacking him. Uh, he's out there talking a big game, but what else does he have to do? You know, he needs to pump up the players. Right. He's not gonna say, "Oh man, we suck." <laughs> you know, get ready for an. He has to say this. This is the best. You know, he has to just. Get his players pumped in, and at least convince the players that he believes in them. You know, um, and, and and lost in all this, Joel, is is the fact that you know Chivas. I mean, I'm sure Chivas fans are aware that uh, even though, as you pointed out, it's 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 not necessarily uh, it's it's meaningless now the relegation. But Chivas is in the they are in the in the muck. <laughs> they are. They are, but I mean, for my fellow Chiyarvanos, don't. I think boy is the last, the last on that list of blame. Uh, you got to blame the FO first. See, I, first. I feel like every time that you say the word Chiyarvanos, well, I think I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you enjoying that one a bit too it much. Is, you so appropriate. You are going to wear it out. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, but but I mean. He's, it's not his fault, you know, of players that, that the club got rid of and how the club has failed to, to bring in other players. So, I mean, can't really blame him much. Uh, he was at least willing to, to get in that sinking ship, you know, and try to row it. So, right. I, I wouldn't, I would, yeah, but I was like going on Twitter and, he was just getting attacked left and right, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> uh, there's still that that Mati love, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so, I mean, so that's... what's it going to take then for 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 a boy to win the Chivas fans over? Because it sounds like he's won you over already. No, he. I don't think he's won me over. I'm just not going to hate on him. Same with Cardoxo. I wasn't hating on him. He, and he improved the team uh, compared to 
Matias' last two tournaments, he he had improvements where one of them was he won at home, uh, and the other one was he made more points. Uh, even if it was what five and two, that was still more points. That's still improvements. Uh, and so I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's gonna be tough. But but moving on, Yon, I think we've we've exhausted the Chiba talk. There's there's other teams I want to get into. There's other teams. Uh, there is yeah. uh, there is America Joel Club. Yes, Club Club America Joel. Yes. The the greatest. Ask any America fan, and they'll tell you that America is is the greatest team on the planet. On the planet. Yeah, I I think they announced that they're not going after a striker, and I think they're making a mistake right there. And and I was, and I have been talking about this in the podcast I did with Cheekies, and I was saying I'm expecting them to make a move and bring in a top striker, you know. And one of my guesses was El Brian, and Brian Fernandez, who he's with what he's with the Timbers, he's in MLS now. Um, but I felt that team like America, you need you need to just constantly be going after top players, especially when you're now competing with the with the Tigres and the Monterreys. There is there is a top player out there, Joel, that would be a. Uh, a big get for America, and 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 because I think he's gettable, and that's uh, James uh, Rodriguez. Is, is that a move that you think that America should make? Definitely, you know what? Definitely, yeah. I think he's 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 talented, even though he's being devalued in Europe. <laughs> uh, Real doesn't want him, and then Bayern was like, "We don't want him either." Uh, I, but I think he's he's still very talented. He would be a good fit for uh, Liga MX. Yeah, I think he would. He would do very well. Now they have they have Nico Castillo, who uh, I'm not sure if he's if he made the Spain's 23 or I'm sorry, Chile's 23. But uh, uh, Roger Martinez did make Colombia's uh, 23 for their for the Copa America. So obviously somebody thinks uh, Roger, Roger Martinez is is good enough to to play on the uh, on his country's national team. And, and and those are the strikers that America has. You don't think they're good enough? No, those could be good, but I mean, they have like Mateus and then they have um, they have Henry Martin, but I feel like um, and then the, the French guy meant St. Jeremy, it's always injured. Right? Right. Oh, the, uh, the, French, the, the French guy? Yeah, that guy, he's He's just there collecting the check. Um, so, I mean, to me, those are three players that are just not that reliable. And I would have, I would have thrown the towel on them. I would replace one of them. You know, one of them has to go, uh, as for Henry Martin. Also, like, it seems to me like Piojo doesn't have much faith in him or just doesn't use him as much. So, I mean, I would rather bring in a player that's hot because that's, you know, the big teams always do that. Right. It was like even Barcelona, you would see them, that they would win and then they would still, they would still bring in a, a big player the following so, so, season. So Nico Castillo is on Chile's uh, Copa America. So you're talking two players yeah. that made their respective national teams squads for their 
for their upcoming tournament. Y tú dices que necesitan otro. That is, yeah. If if I didn't if if I didn't know any better, Joel, I I, I would say that you're a you're you're a secret secret Americanista, Joel. No, no. No. So. No, if, no, Chiva, Chiva de corazón. If if we asked your uh, your, no, uh, your your significant other about about America, would she say this? Club America, they suck. It's, it's just, you just have to factor in how there could be an injury, uh, there could be a drop in form. You know, you you have some of these things to take into account. So that's why you always want to keep bringing in players to keep uh, the competition strong within the club, within the squad. Which is where I think uh, Chivas has failed. Uh, they made some of these dumb moves, like getting rid of Saldivar, just because they brought in um, Vega, and then now they got rid of Godinez, who yeah, was they, another they, player showing promise. Yeah, they put that Madrigal guy on the list of transferibles too. Well, Madrigal was was belongs to Monterrey, oh. uh, so yeah, which it was the dumb move because. Madrigal wasn't playing. He would just be used for cup games. And then they did like a trade. And so, which is like the dumbest trade ever, man. That's like when you're a little kid and you're trading baseball cards. And you probably don't know about one player and you just trade them. Um, yeah, it was dumb. So Chivas sent, sent Saldivar, who had been their more, their more consistent, their most consistent striker. On, you know, in exchange for Madrigal, who right. was just being used for cup games. I, I don't. Not only that, I still, Monterrey I still can't explain that. All Monterrey did was weaken Chivas. Yeah, <laughs> Monterrey didn't even need Saldivar, man. Right. They they played him a few times, and he he still scored a couple goals. He scored like three, but um, didn't even need to use him, man. Um, so 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 uh, Saldivar playing sparingly for Monterrey. Scores yeah. the same number of goals as, as Alex Vega. <laughs> and more than Madrigal. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's, that's where Chivas is just, they keep getting it wrong. And I think Odinez was one of the players that was showing promise. Uh, he hasn't gotten as much playing time. I think that I, was the player that Profe was, uh, was, he, was very high on. Is he not at the Toulon tournament right now? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Um, I'll have to check, but I don't. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet my shekels on it. But um, I, I still think that's another bad move. I would have kept them. You want to keep some competition right there, especially like it doesn't seem likely that they're gonna be able to bring in a top striker. So I mean, you got those players. That one thing is that I felt that they just never. They seem afraid to bench Pulido. Right. Which is one thing that you would have to do. Like, so, you know, if, if, if you want some of these players to get better, uh, Pulido isn't playing good bench. Well, I mean, you know, Pulido had give it a, to this guy. You know, he, they brought him in. He, he, he paid off because he was able to, he scored. Yes. Uh, he scored big goals in the, uh, in, 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 at big moments in the time, in the period when they won the trophy. So you know that that investment paid off, but 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 at some point, you're going to have to cut your losses. 
And I mean, if he's not performing at that same level and hasn't been for the past couple of years, now I know he got injured and I think that that was, you know, again, uh, Mexico playing on a artificial surface. I'm not saying that the foul would have happened either way, but it was on an artificial surface. Up, I think it was in Seattle, right before Gold Cup, where Pulido gets hurt, and and frankly, just hasn't been the same player. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that, sometimes players yeah. need that, you know. Like if yeah. if, if he sees that, oh man, this dude's taking my spot, then he'll he'll start working harder. As opposed to it's like ah, you know, I'm I'm secure here. No one can take my spot. Yeah, but, uh, but but the thing is, uh, when it comes to Pulido, and again, this is coming from a from a, a completely unbiased opinion of a, of a team, because well, when I see Chivas and America, there's, you know, it, it is it, I, I'm as transparent as I could be, and uh, to me, to me, Pulido just is, hasn't hasn't earned that respect. He hasn't he hasn't earned that yet that to be treated like that. No. No, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I know the, the team's still banking on him. I don't know if Tomas has gotten to him. He was talking about he wants to challenge for the gold scoring title. Right. Uh, it's a big, you know, yeah, it's you know, a big, it's a big difference. Well, it's a big difference from a few seasons back where he was saying, we don't have the players to compete. We, so, we, we brought it back full circle again, Joel. Yes. We, we, we were supposed to talk about Club America's forwards. And we, <laughs> I mean, we that, all, that was you. Yeah. Oh, we, we devolved into, into, more, <laughs> into more Chivas more, talk. More Chivas talk, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to expand and cover the other, so, the other teams. Uh, so Club America then, Joel, uh, they need to make, they need to make a, a, a big splash. Well, that's, that's just, I would like to have an Americanista here so they could... Uh, Give us their insight and what they feel the team needs. Uh, just not one that thinks that it's Piojo. <laughs> uh, Piojo's the least of their problems. Right. Um, yeah. But player-wise, yeah, you're competing with some some strong teams right now. Uh, so, yeah, you need to stay on edge. But I do think they're going to be at the forefront again, uh, even if they don't. But I do feel that you always want to have some sort of edge. You always need, you always need something extra. Uh, I mean, look at Tigres. They, despite that squad they had, they still went and got like Edu Vargas. You know, they, they still went and got more, more and more strikers. Yeah, they got, they got Enid Valencia. They, yeah. They, they, they definitely loaded up, and uh, it, it, it paid off for them. No, I, I understand where you're coming from, and, uh, and. Uh, you know, you know, I looked at moves that Pumas made, and you know, Pumas was kind of the same thing. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're they're just bringing in guys that, you know, let, let let's see if they work out. They did bring a, that guy who uh, he actually played in the Gold Cup in 2019. It was like 2017. Uh, he was with Nakaxa at the time. He was there. They're starting uh, forward. Anyway, so I can't remember what his name is, but 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 he's a Puma now. So they're you know, and then they brought in a, an app. So Atlas sold a player to Pumas. How weird is that? <laughs> Atlas. Well, Atlas is under new management, so we'll That's see right. what happens there. We'll see what what happens there. Uh, it all signs seem to be 
good so far. So do you do you agree? Do you agree with me that 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 the Grupo Salinas really didn't sell the team? They just just yeah. outsourced the management. Well, I I see it like uh, I see it like the dude that uh, that used to own Dodgers, and he sold the team, but I think he he just kept the parking lot. Right. He just gets money for the parking lot, the, which is like twenty dollars for the car. God damn. <laughs> I was like, right. God damn. <laughs> I would like to own a piece of that parking lot. Uh, anyways, uh, even if it's just like 10 cars. Uh, but. Oh, I, I can so, promise you, Joel, in <laughs> LA, the parking's a lot more than 20 bucks down for, for, for Dodger Stadium. Oh, well, last time I went, parking. last time I went, that's what it was. Uh, but yeah, I remember when, uh, when I went with you to the Coliseum, you paid 50. I dropped down of, uh, yeah, because we, we, we were running late, so we had no choice. I was like, God damn. We had no choice. Like, Goddamn, Yon right here is the big spender, man. That's right. I would have parked like two miles down. <laughs> two miles and then called an Uber. Um, but but I, I feel it's like that. They sold pretty much all of the team and then they just kept a very small percentage. Just like enough to say, hey, we're still going to show the games on, on TV Azteca. Right, because that's that's mainly what they want. Right, uh, is to be able to show more league games on their TV station, especially now that there's more. Um, like Mexico, Mexico only had two two stations that were that were free TV, which was uh, Televisa and Tebasteca. But last year they expanded to four, so now there's four stations that are. Yeah, but you know, you don't need pay. That that both both of those have multiple channels. It's not no, just no. one channel. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I'm saying one of them, I think, is with Slim Claro, and and they've been they've been, uh, you know, they beat them to the Olympics and, and other such tournaments. Yeah, no, there's there's competition for sure. So yeah, you want to at least have, uh, you know, you want a piece of that. Liga MX pie. So I think that's that's their main concern, just to show games. They don't care too much about the team or how it does as long as they have uh Right. It's like, you why know. can't you be like Morelia? <laughs> Morelia. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Because that's they still a, own seems Morelia. Seems like a right? decent partnership, huh? Doesn't Tevasteca still own Morelia? Yes. They, which I thought, you know, that they were getting like, I thought that's the team they were gonna sell, uh, but I guess, I guess the, there's just it, 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 more bankability without less. Right, just how uh, how dysfunctional Atlas is that like like not even one of the corporate giants of well, uh, of, of, of Mexican business can come in and fix that mess. Well, well I'm gonna throw it out there, Yon. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, Owen, hang on. No, are we doing? Are we doing dramatic here, or are we doing uh, dramatic? Oh, dramatic! Yes. All right. Let me let me let me let me, let me find dramatic. Hang on. All right. Here we go. Hang on. Dale, uh, no, I think if it goes well, just because of the market and the history of the team, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it would eventually display Santos, because as good as Santos has done. They, 
they still don't have a big fan base. Right. Well, they're in a smaller town. Yeah, but I think I think that Atlas has that potential to eventually, if they if if Atlas would do as well as Santos is doing, that they would have a way bigger fan base. Uh, they probably even have one as it is, and that's with the team sucking hard, man. Can you imagine? Can, can so you if, just imagine? If I'm when... Dan. <laughs> huh? No, just, just how many rojinegros will come out of the wood? Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> who just, you know, I mean, it'll be like, a, it'll be like the, the, the Night King, you know, raising his arms and have, you know, the, <laughs> The Atlas army of the, of the undead go, I've been an Atlas fan all along. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, I could see that happening. Um, I could see that really happening. So if I'm Dan, Danny boy, I would be a little bit worried. I mean, even though it would be 10, 20 years in the making, but it could lead to that. It could yeah. lead to because we see it with Grupo Pachuca where they have the two teams. But they're both small teams, so one hasn't been able to overtake the other. But with Atlas, it's different, man. It's a whole different ballgame. Atlas is just, they've, they've been able to maintain popular for so many years. And they they have so many big names attached to it. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're fans, right. Their fans are like are like Tigres fans, except they've seen yeah. their team lose for 70 years. You know, that, 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 and, that's the only difference. Yeah, and it's a Jalisco team, so from the big state and the city, well, so dude, they just it's, have. It's, it's in the second biggest city in the in the country. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, but I mean, we're 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 getting ahead of ourselves here, Yon. We're talking ten, twenty years. But uh, you know, Joel, I've, I've never I've never been to Guadalajara, Joel. Uh, oh, yeah. damn! Yeah. Es es que es que la verdad, Joel, no me gusta la provincia, güey. <laughs> no provincia. Well, Yon, on that note, I have to get going. See, I, I've insulted you, Jose. Now, now, now I feel bad. I, you know, that, that's that. That was just the chilango in me. The, the, no, the, no, the I. Press on me coming out there. It's work. I, I feel bad. Oh, okay, okay, I feel bad. I feel bad. Yeah, no, it's. So, I'm gonna leave it for work soon. So, I, Juan, like I, I, I am hoping to, uh, when we get back from. Uh, from Dallas on Sunday night that we'll do, uh, we will uh, do yes. it and I'll, and I'll have audio for you from, from, from that, that press conference. So I know you'll oh, that's right. Yeah. So you'll have, well, we, we, we will have that. And Maybe you could sneak in a question in there. I will. Well, what would you like? What would you like to, what would you like to know? I don't know. I have to think on it. I have to think on it. You want, do you want to find out what his, what, what his favorite, uh, <laughs> what his favorite like fishes or. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man! So, so no, you, no. You can surprise them when you cook dinner. Hey, I made your favorite. No, no, not nothing like that. Glorious, glorious chicken pepperoni. Oh, see, I was, I was hoping you would, you would know what that was from, Hoyt. I, I, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Seems Like Old Times? Nope. Highly recommend I... it. It's uh, Chevy Chase, Goldie Hawn. Oh. Very, very funny. Okay, good cast. Okay. Very funny. You 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 will like it. Seems like old times. All right. I'll yeah. You put it on my queue. Watch it. Uh, watch it with, uh, with 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 your missus, and you guys. Will, I will. You will. You will both we'll, enjoy it. 
I won't do that, Yon. All right, well, let's. Uh, well, so we'll talk Sunday night after after, yeah. after the big game. I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll have I'll have audio from a. That I'm hoping to have audio from 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 some other folks as well. We'll see how that goes, and uh, looking forward to uh, to covering the game and and, and seeing a lot of folks. And, uh, and it's funny I have I have like 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 a, like a different set of, of 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 production families. I have my Austin production family, the folks I work with here in Austin where we do events, and I have I have one in Dallas. Because uh, I do work uh, uh, quite a bit in Dallas, and I have my my Mexican soccer community that I'm very very thankful and uh, proud to be a member of. So happy to catch up with those folks over up uh, up in the uh, AT&T Stadium. But uh, Joel, uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again Sunday night. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, and you uh, for listening. Thanks for participating on the chat. Yes. Uh, Joel, were you, yes. were, you, were you helping him out on the chat? Because I I did not look at the chat once. I'll be honest. I did. I look. I I went in late, a bit late, but I did. I did participate. Yeah. Well, um, while it was active. Uh, well, good, good. Well, well, well. Thanks to those who participated on the chat. And again, you can listen to this and uh, our previous versions of this podcast that you can have uh, downloaded to your phone directly by subscribing on uh, iTunes and on Google Play. So we do appreciate y'all for doing that. My name is John Jagub. This is the Cantina Mekis podcast. We will talk again. Next week, uh, for me and for Juan Aceves, we thank you very much, and we'll talk to you later on. Thanks. Good night.